Is this London? It's fucking London, 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 mate. London, mate. It's London, London, mate. <laughs> going on everyone how we doing today how we doing how we doing how we doing welcome to the hexy bastard show long vacation great to see you man thank you for joining me today how you doing good sir you well doing doing fantastic just uh got back from the hex conference uh presented with some uh esteemed colleagues walrus and mandalorian we got to talk about pulse chain and pulse x to the the, the community it was a fantastic time excellent man so you, you're in vegas right now how how is the conference going man is it Good fun. It, it's great. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're covering uh, all the bases of topics and, you know, there's hear all the stories about crazy ass parties going on every night and, and whatnot. So got to say, you know, this is the one crypto that has a monstrous community and they all want to hang out and they all want to get to know each other. I mean, why else would we, you know, would, would some of these folks be doing like four or five hour, you know, live streams? Uh, you know, folks just talking. I mean, come on, Hex isn't that complex in the end. There's not a whole know, lot right? to talk about once you get past the initial like, oh, my God moment. Right. But, yeah, you know, yeah. there's the community, the camaraderie that's been built around this and so many friendships and, and, and pairings. You, you've seen, you know, just all these channels pop up and uh, yeah. it's fantastic to see that the support. So, you know, I, I, I've spent my time in, in the Telegram chats, you know, helping moderate in, you know, PulseChain.com, PulseX.com. Uh, crypto gov, which is, you know, all kinds of crypto tax discussions, hex streams, and uh, a couple of other places as well. And, you know, hopefully you had a chance to help a lot of the folks who uh, watch your channel through, you know, their questions on sacrifice and other things for Pulse Chain over the past several months. Sure, sure. Sounds good. So tell me about um, when did you get into hex? First of all, were you, were you like pretty much at the beginning or did you come in a bit later? I no, I, I was an idiot and I did I totally ignored Hex for you know the first uh, almost year. Um, and I kept fighting myself out about it, right? Because uh, of course when you you know especially early on when you go to search for Hex, we get all kinds of claims about scams and Ponzi's and other things. And I kept just kind of scratching the surface and never really doing my full due diligence on it. And just like, no, nah, no, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Of course, at the time, I was stupid enough to be an XRP for about a year, which did nothing. So uh, finally, I, I decided I got to make a move out of this stuff, right? And I, I, I got to go into something. And I made the best mistake of my life. I, I decided, hey, I'm going to try to game the AA lobby in one of the last few days before back, uh, big payday. I'm going to move my XRP into, in, into Ethereum so I can go into Hex, and I'm going to dump it right after big payday, right? Brilliant idea. No one ever else ever thought of that, right? Uh, well, of course, you know, big payday comes along, and the, the price tanks, right, because other people were doing the exact same thing. And, you know, I just decided, well, I guess I'm pot committed at this point. 
I might as well just follow through and create a staking letter. And then I started digging so they, into they well, roped you in with the uh, with the idea yeah. of just dumping it, right? And then you was like, ah, oh, I can't dump this. It's worth fuck all. So I have they, to. They, they rugged me in, yeah, rugged me into success, right? I mean, it, it was an amazing mistake, kind of failing upwards, because I uh, was able to then take the time to figure out like what the heck, what did I just get into, and really understand what hex is about, and really understand why people call it a, an IQ test, right? Um, and, and then get to learn more about the community, get to learn a little bit more about Richard Hart, um, get beyond uh, uh, kind of his, um, you know, kind of brashness. And I know some people love it, some people don't. He's polarizing image. And when you get past all that, you see how much he and the community are, are just trying to save people from the day trading and the getting wrecked and the, you know, just dumping into, you know, uh, uh, coins that have no utility and all the ICO craze and everything else. And instead finding you know the peace of mind of being able to protect yourself from yourself right you're, you're actually protecting yourself from emotional trading by locking up over time and earning that apy while you're in hex and then yeah. hey price goes up that's great but the nice thing is i'm watching the price uh, action right now and i'm thinking i don't i don't care that it's down because my next stake doesn't come out for another six months another year another two years another 10 years right so yeah. you know there's a lot of life to live between now and then and hey let's focus on that and and not on like oh my god the sky is falling right yeah 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 for sure i mean the, the thing about the price with with hex is like it is it is a funny thing isn't it like it's been down for a while now and you know people are a bit upset about it but you just if you look at the chart long term it's it's fine man it's just it's yeah. just fine yeah. on a log scale chart from like on a zoomed out version it really doesn't even look like much of a dip in all honesty yeah considering what it's done going up and um now i'm i've said this before but i'm speaking from a place of no pain because because i started buying in at four and a half cents and it's never really been below that since i bought it yeah. right so and i didn't buy any at the top either <laughs> so it's just like i'm kind of okay but I do, I do understand, kind of understand a little bit those guys that FOMO'd the top and, and you know, they're a bit sad now because it's like been seven months, right? <laughs> Nothing's happened. So, yeah. so yeah, anyways, um, so that's cool. So you, so you was in from there and you was kind of forced, forced to be in. Yeah, that's kind of a funny way to put it. That's the first time I've heard it described like that, actually. Um, everyone, everyone always says, oh, I was a genius. I locked it up for 15 years on day oh, one. No. You know? <laughs> I was a complete idiot. And I thought it was going to be like, outsmart the system. And, you know, uh, with the always maneuver to, you know, stake all, all that hex on day one, the tamp down, all the folks who wanted to just dump and run, um, you know, only in hindsight, really understand what was going on. And, and the, the real elegance of the solution there. So, um, mm. you, know, then, you know, once I really learned what the platform is, what the community is all about, um, then I started, you know, actually, you know, putting more into Hex, you know, and, and so um, I think the, uh, the, the, the second tranche that we, we, we got was more around like, you know, one and a half cents or something like that. Um, and, you know, when, I remember watching the charts when we were here in Las Vegas, uh, I don't know, like uh, 10 months ago for the uh, the first Hex meetup. Um, you know, it was it was bouncing up to seven cents and then during sacrifice, it bounced up to 12 and then, you know, so on and so on. So um, it's a roller coaster. We all need to just strap in and enjoy the ride. Right. And, and if you're staking and chilling, then you got nothing to worry about. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And uh, do you know what? Funnily enough, you know, because um, just, just to go off on a mild tangent just before we get into your thing, obviously, Hedron launched, right? And it's already like free X'd in, in like a fucking couple of days, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm, I've got no reason not to sell it, really, other than I know that it's going to go up really fast. And so now it's like a true test uh, for me because I always feel like I got diamond hands, right? Because I hacked. Yeah. But in reality, I don't I, like the, the hands don't even exist until the, the state comes back. Right. So yep. it is going to be a bit of a test, man, because I've already looked at how much hex I could get with that little tiny bag that I bought the other day. And I'm like, damn, that's a lot of hex, man. I could just swap it right now. <laughs> and it's the but, same thing with Pulse Chain and Pulse X, right? I mean, you know, here, if you participated in those sacrifices, if you made those political statements, right? You're going to be sitting with a decent bag. And the question is, there is no time lock. There is no staking that forces you to delay that gratification. And the hardest thing to watch is the price chart, because then you're thinking like you're second guessing everything, right? You know, should I be selling? Should I be you know buying? Should I be holding? You know, uh, and the best lesson I can say is this. If you look at um, God Whale, right? God Whale is a famous wallet that just, you know, blew up the hikes price early on in the process, making a massive buy and has been extremely supportive of Hex and helped defend it in the market, you know, uh, many times. They sacrificed big for Pulse and PulseX, uh, Liquid Loans and others. Um, that wallet, if you look at it, took a relatively small investment into Ethereum at the very beginning, right? And it wasn't a massive, massive multi-million dollar investment. It was a couple thousand dollars, right? And that turned into hundreds of thousands of ETH that then funded millions and millions of dollars of investments down the road, right? Mm -hmm. And that is proof that if you can wait, if you have the, 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 you know, the stones to really hold on, right? And, and to lock it away and just don't look at it for a while and come back in years. I'm not talking months, I'm talking years. Yeah. You're gonna have that generational wealth, right? But if you are gonna be sitting there wringing your hands like a little old maid watching the price chart every day, um, you're, you're sabotaging yourself, right? Because we're emotional and that, that's human nature. Um, for us to get out of our own way is the hard part. And that's the, the success of the staking component, the time locking component in Hex, right? And we're not going to have that impulse or pulse X. So we have to be each other's support here to kind of remind it, you know, maybe self. that's why the community is so strong. Cause we're all just like comforting each other constantly. Like it's going to be okay, man. It was, it's going to moon. We're going to make it, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, cool though. But yeah, you're right about pulse as well, because, uh, you know, I can't even imagine how, what the gains would be like on pulse if you was to wait, say 10 years with it or something and never touch it. Right. Like, it would be insane. Even about a hundred dollars sacrifice to probably be worth a good, good few million you know at least um so yeah anyways so uh yeah all, all that um all that aside so so tell me about the the project that you've got going on it's called power city right um, yes and what what is this what was the brain like what made this happen what was the first thing that brought this idea together well, much like uh, Pulse Chain was born out of trying to solve for the gas fees for Hex users, right? It started as a simple idea. Hey, I'll create another chain and we'll bring Hex over there so you have cheaper gas. And then it blossomed into an entire fork of Ethereum and a new DEX and, you know, all these other things, right? The latest tweet that uh, Richard put out was he's looking for devs to work on a wallet, right? And if you go back to August 14th and you look at his tweet that lists his, his wish list of things to build, 
on Pulse Chain, it, it's, it covers the full gamut. It is a full stack of, of crypto tools that can be independent from you know, the rest of the cryptoverse. So big, big, big plans, all stemming from one problem that need to be solved, right? And uh, uh, this team that you know, we, we, we came together through Pulse Chain uh, and, and, and the Hex community, and uh, we, were, we were very involved early on in some of the discussions on like how's liquidity going to work and you know how, how will everything fork over what's going to work and what won't and how do we structure sacrifice and you know things like that in the whole uh, post planning uh, room so we love to pick those things apart and figure it out and uh, ended up just kind of gathering together kind of a brain trust of people in a community called the vaults that uh, jesse the pit boss runs from liquid loans um, okay, was, yeah, I think I'm in that yeah. group actually. I never knew what it was, but I, I, I added <laughs> me to it. So. You gotta get more active, man. So uh, I don't know, uh, man. Like, I, no, I will. I, I didn't know. Like I've, I've been added to so many groups on Telegram, and I don't know what half of them are. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it, it's a great group of people because it, it's become kind of the uh, the brain trust of the community as far as like a lot of really talented, smart people who were figuring things out early and who ended up trying to help everyone else in the process. So there's a lot of admins in there, um, a lot of known known people in the community in there. Um, some of us kind of broke up and said, hey, we'd love to do something like uh, uh, another project. And we were brainstorming and we were just going to just do like maybe a fork of something. And it grew. It's like, well, if we do this, we can do that. And if we add this piece in there, it can become this. Oh, and what if we add this piece? And it just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed into Power City. Power City is going to be an ecosystem of multiple dApps and services launched on Pulse Chain that are designed to add value to both the community and the devs alike. Now, that's that's the tagline that we tell everyone. Um, you know, better tools for a better blockchain because Pulse is going to be better. Um, a lot of the things forked over from Ethereum are not going to work on day one. We want to use a lot of the tools uh, in DeFi things on Pulse Chain, uh, but they're not going to, you know, we, we don't want to wait for others to come and build it. We don't want to wait for the VCs to, to wake up to, hey, here's an opportunity to go throw money at some chain that is designed yeah, for we don't really them, want, right? We don't want outsiders doing this, right? So it's... So that definitely does give me a bit more um, straight away, knowing that a project has come from the community, whatever project that might be, yeah. does fill me with a lot more, you know, hope in the project or faith in the project, should I say, straight away. Because any new people kind of coming into the system, they might have ill intentions. And we know that cryptocurrency is full of uh, scams and it's full of rug pulls. And, and there's going to be all of those things on Pulse as well. Yeah. But when people are coming from within the community it's a little different man i mean it could still happen surely sure but um it's i just feel like too many people know them you know what i mean like too many people they're just into they're kind of webbed in a little bit we'll, we'll go over the the things about that anyway a little bit later on um but yeah so so it's going to be a host of different dApps and services and things that you can run you know so it's good is it going to be kind of like um almost like a mobile device or something like that. Are you going to have like a mobile thing for it? Or because I know, for example, Trust Wallet, when you go on there, it's got like PancakeSwap and all of these options. There's like a huge list of dApps. So I'm just wondering if it'd be something like that or would it just be desktop, you know? Uh, in the same sense that they are ecosystems in their own. So uh, what we're doing is there's a Power City core, right? That Power Core is the piece that will be our staking platform. And it is a central treasury that is used to um, uh, basically uh, 
do several things. As the treasury grows in value, it will continue to reward people with more of the Watt token. So it's Power City. Our token is called Watt. And yeah. you would stake it within the core to earn more Watt. Um, how is more Watt minted and given to you for staking? Well, it's because the treasury grows in value. And that treasury can grow in value not only through the sale of the token, um, but also through a process um, that others might know uh, called bonding. So if you're familiar with um, other protocols like uh, Olympus DAO and other things, they, they kind of came up with this terminology around um, allowing the protocol to buy assets from uh, the community in exchange for discounted Watt tokens. So it would then allow the treasury to not only grow in, in size, but also to put those assets to work elsewhere. So for example, um, if the treasury just sat there and collected pulse, well, you know, then you, you have a Watt token that's only, um, you, know, uh, uh, you know, supported by the pulse price. But if you have a treasury that then takes that pulse and then invests it into PulseX staking on, on PulseX or invest it into loan token to stake in liquid loans to earn a portion of their fees, now you have a passive income source that's coming into the treasury to help bring outside funds in to continue to grow that value and power those staking rewards. Um, okay. But that's just a small part of it. The core's primary function is to um, put those funds to work to build other applications and services in the Power City ecosystem. And the reason for that is so it was it's it's kind of like a real estate investor. Uh, you start with one house, and as that one uh, you know grows in value, and you're collecting your income, you can then refinance that and go buy the next house, and then the next house, and then the next house. And as you're building up your real estate uh, uh, portfolio, you're building more and more mailbox money, right? That 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 passive income from uh, you know the growing uh, number of doors that you have under management, um, and as you exponentially grow the portfolio, you're collecting that much more passive income, right? It's the same idea here. The core will be uh, building and launching additional dApps and services within um, the, the, the ecosystem that's all running on Pulse Chain. And each of those dApps that are launched will feed the core with their revenue. So for example, we have a uh, cross-chain swap that we're building called Transformer. And that will allow people to onboard value from, say, Avalanche, which is a very cheap chain to uh, to access, especially like through Coinbase and uh, a couple of other centralized exchanges. You can go straight from Fiat to Avalanche, bring that Avalanche into your MetaMask wallet, and through our transformer, swap directly from Avalanche into Pulse. And that gives you basically oh, okay. three transactions to get onto Pulse chain to bring new value. And you didn't have to touch Ethereum at all. So you didn't have to deal with any of those fees, right? That's actually that, quite, I mean, I, I don't know much about Avalanche, but I do hate them Ethereum fees, right? So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I would, I would love to cut Ethereum out of my life completely, in all honesty, like if I could. Um, Definitely. No, I don't and, really know of like a safe, really safe blockchain to do it on because everyone always gives me FUD about the other ones and I haven't had time to look into them all properly yet. So, well, again, you're just passing through, right? So you just, you know, drive and buy them on the highway as on your way to Pulse. And it's just a way of until we have direct fiat on ramps, which we know there are teams working on those. This is a great way to bring value from other chains. You know, we'll have uh, connections to Phantom, um, Opera Network, uh, Binance Smart Chain, now BNB Smart Chain, um, and, and a few other. Uh, and that's the, the nice thing about you know, Pulse Chain because it's a fork of Ethereum. 
you know, any EVM uh, compatible chain could be bridged uh, easily through this transformer cross-chain swap. And now the fees that are earned by the swap will then be sent to the core and the core will then put that money to work and, and help for fund further staking rewards uh, and to sell additional bonds and so on. So it, it, it becomes then this central uh, uh, engine of Power City that is powering all the staking rewards, right? So you're staking lot, you're actually participating in the success of all these dApps that are around the core that are feeding their revenue, their income into the core, and you, because you're staking, are getting to participate in that success, in the growth, right? Through earning more WAP tokens, right? Question, um, what's the risk management like with what the, the core decides to do to generate revenue? I, you know, obviously that that's where the manual c component comes in, right? So there's an internal treasury to the protocol that is hands off and would have multi-sig control for any of the variables to drive how the protocol runs. Um, any treasury that is set aside for DeFi purposes or reinvestment uh, um, will require multi-signature to send the assets to other protocols to go invest in. And there will have to be a vetting process um, we're also working on mapping out a whole uh, governance system um, that people would have, uh, uh, you know, participants would have some amount of representation in where the protocol invests in and, and, and the roadmap of future applications that are built and so on. Uh, that, that's not all mapped out and detailed yet, but um, they are things that we're, we're trying to build out, um, you know, in the future for now. Uh, you know, we'll be having to just keep a very close eye on what DeFi protocols will be running on Pulse Chain. And it's a very short list right now. There are some things that, you know, are new. Um, uh, one of the, the rooms that I help moderate on Telegram is the PRC Pulse Chain altcoins rooms, where we track all the things that are announcing that they're coming to or launching or building brand new on Pulse Chain. And uh, while we have a long list of things, there's a lot of brand new stuff that just, you know, we have to wait and see how they play out before we put treasury money in there to, to invest in them. Yeah, well, I mean, so basically, this is something that's gonna come up, I guess, for you guys a lot. So we might as well say it. it's basically admin keys, right? In in a sense, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, but I mean- You're gonna it, do it the... on a multi-sig wallet. So that means that multiple people have control of it and things like that. So let, sure. like, and just, just to get like the early foot out of the way, cause I'm telling you now, this is like the first thing that's gonna come up with everyone, right? So who who's going to be currently in control of like these multi-sig wallets will that be public or are you keeping that anonymous or i you know that's a good question i'll have to get back to you on that um we're we're still in the coding stage for the the core and uh the um pixel park nft marketplace and the transformer cross-chain mm -hmm. swap so we have three things in development right now um that's a detail that we'll have to come back to on exactly do we do we share who has access or not? Um, what What is the proper security protocol around that to make it as secure and safe as possible? Um, yeah. You know, we, we do have a very large team. Uh, so we're about 14 strong right now. Plus we have a couple of extra uh, additional developer teams that are assisting on a couple of things. So um, it definitely wouldn't be everybody, but probably a subset of the team um, that are in uh, uh, some form of a you know, leadership role. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, the, I know, I know everyone in Hex wants like the fully decentralized and things like that, but I will just vouch for you guys here for a little bit because there are certain things that even Richard admits that you can't 
do without admin keys. For example, bridges and your project involves bridges. So it's definitely yeah. going to need that. My only concern actually with, with the admin keys thing would be, would be what that treasury does with the money, you know, but if you're on about mm -hmm. doing some kind of a, um, uh, a DAO token or not a DAO token. Is that the right term? The voting token? I can't remember. Governance, governance token. Yeah. 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 Governance. If you're thinking about doing something like that, then that's definitely going to give people a bit more, you know, peace of mind on the, on the situation. But I did, I did just want to throw that out there. That it is not possible to do every project in the world ever without admin keys. It just does not work. Correct. Actually the vast majority don't, right? Um, there are great limitations to what you can do on blockchain. And even Richard says, you know, blockchain is really, it's a crappy database, right? I mean, it, it's great for, you know, being uncensorable and immutable, right? And and that's fantastic. Uh, but as far as to run um, really complex software and with all kinds of crazy, you know, uh, um, AI or intelligence and, and so on on there, it's not really the great, the best solution. So um, the, the problem with burning your admin keys means you can't go back and change anything ever so any black swan event that wasn't considered right the the both the possible and the impossible um when you were crafting your your contracts and writing your code um can derail the entire project right and if you look at uh you know uh richard hart ran into with PulseX, right the buyback and burn process for the PulseX token could not be done without admin keys because of how the internal routing of the uh of the actual yeah. trades had to occur within the protocol right and that's like a key function and kind of like a must-have thing um i believe he's found other solutions since then based on some of his recent tweets but it's just a great example of how these things are incredibly complex and you know if you look at uh uniswap where they had v1 and then v2 and then v3 you realize that there's still liquidity and trading on B2, even though B3 has been out for quite a long time now, right? And while a lot of liquidity has slowly moved to B3, because they burned their, those admin keys, because they can't go down and shut down the old protocols or make adjustments or upgrade them or migrate people, they have to continue to support multiple versions of their platform over time. So there are a lot of trade-offs in how are you going to manage this? Are you going to have an admin key where you have an extensible platform that can grow, that can be um, added onto as you go? Or are you going to try to think through every possible scenario and lock it in like Hex, right? Hex does one thing and it does one thing extremely well, right? And they mm -hmm. solved all the problems around that one thing. Um, when you have broader protocols, it just becomes exponentially more difficult to accommodate every one of those scenarios, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You guys are going to have a lot of moving parts and, and stuff in all of this. So can you give me a couple of examples of some of the dApps that you're thinking of, like, adding to your ecosystem? Sure. Uh, because we have a big team, we're able to have a rather deep uh, uh, pipeline of projects. Um, I mentioned three of them already. Uh, the first thing that's being worked on, obviously, is the, is the core of Power City, and that is the staking platform that we talked about, that central treasury. That treasury yeah. will then fund the launching and, and uh, ongoing maintenance of all the other dApps that come, and we'll own those dApps, right? Um, the next one in line would be Pixel Park, which is our NFT marketplace and uh, has not only a bunch of uh, really unique and exciting artists line up to partner and, and launch some uh, new artwork on our mar marketplace, um, but Toshi Flow, who is our resident NF uh, NFT expert, he has been working on an amazing deal with a tiny house company 
that will premiere a new line of their tiny houses as NFTs on PulseChain. And they will be selling okay. those NFTs that represent ownership of a real tiny house. That if you own the NFT, you can actually then contact this company and they'll manufacture it and they deliver it. And that NFT actually is the ownership, represents the ownership of that thing until it is set down on a concrete pad and connected to the ground, right? And that then is real estate. But up until then, a true DeFi... So it's kind of like a token yeah. for buying a basically a tiny house, yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of this this project before. That's quite cool. Yeah, it, it, we're, we're, we're hoping that we can make you know, the detailed announcement about this very soon, but we're super excited about it. Um, it, it's giving real utility to NFTs, right? Um, a, another project that we have that will also use NFTs is further down the pipeline, and it's called the Energy Nodes as a Service. And if you're familiar with StrongBlock or Infura or other projects like that, they're built around um, setting up servers and nodes um, on blockchains, uh, which are used to access the data on the blockchain. So, for example, when you go to go.hex.com slash stake and you want to look at your stakes and get the current value of those, um, that's actually that website is accessing a node which has a full copy of the blockchain data to be able to read that information and display it back on screen. And yep. the more nodes you have, then the more better response times you'll have because not everyone's hitting the same servers. And you have greater security on the blockchain because you have an exact full copy of the blockchain in many, 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 many different places throughout the world. And for you to be able to falsify information, you'd have to hack over half of them, right? So the more nodes you have, um, you know, the, the, the better the blockchain. So they serve a lot of purposes, but they aren't compensated in any way. Validators get all the love, miners get all the love, they earn the funds and because they're the ones writing transactions at a blockchain. Nodes are the, are the real you know, uh, unsung heroes because they're the ones that we use every day to read the information. Every time you check your wallet in MetaMask, you're actually hitting a node run by Infura, right? So what they're doing is Infura, they, they stand up a bunch of these nodes and they sell access to developers to then be able to run that data and, and pull that data up for their, their services. Um, what we want to do is kind of marry the idea of people who want to create nodes on one side, and they want to pay for those nodes to be set up and, and, and in a data uh, uh, you know, service, uh, a, a big uh, uh, you know, a warehouse somewhere that's going to have just racks and racks and racks of servers, right? So um, mm -hmm. they'll just pay to have those uh, nodes set up and maintained 24-7 uh, with, you know, 100% uh, uh, uptime and, and always current uh, software updates and everything for them, right? And there's ongoing maintenance to do that so that, that those nodes can be sold to developers and to dApps to access the capacity of those to serve up their blockchain applications. Yeah. So you're creating kind of a decentralized market now where you're not just giving away made up rewards to people who set up nodes who aren't at, and those nodes aren't accessed by anyone. Right. And these other protocols or these other teams that are building these nodes for other chains, um, they don't have a closed model like this. Right. Either they're entirely proprietary, like in Fura. And Infura is owned by consensus. And if you've been reading the news lately, consensus might potentially be owned by JP Morgan now, we're partnered with them, that creates a lot of challenges, a lot of issues, because that's a backbone service of blockchain. We want to create a service that allows everyone to participate in that process of setting up the nodes, 
and any any uh, dev to be able to come in and buy that capacity of that server. And we pair them together, and now you have a passive income stream, right? Because your node is earning your money, and the dev's more than happy to access it because it's good quality data that they need to run their application. So that's Energy Nodes as a service. Um, that That's a little bit further down the, uh, the pipeline. Um, we have the transformer cross-chain swap. I already mentioned that. So that is a pro uh, allow us to swap from native coin to native coin across different um, Ethereum virtual machine compatible uh, blockchains. Um, and then we also have the accelerator yield compounder. And this is what I'm really excited about. Uh, the idea is uh, in DeFi, usually you're staking or uh, participating in a protocol in some way that will, you know, will earn you some kind of reward. And if you want to grow those rewards, normally you have to go in periodically and claim and if you, you restake. And if you restake more tokens, then you'll earn more rewards. So you kind of snowball that, right? It's kind of like your 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 debt snowball over avalanche uh, in reverse, right? If you want to pay off all your bills, you pay one down. So then you have more money to put against the next one and then the next one. And then, you know, you just keep paying your bills off faster and faster as you do that. This is like the opposite. So... With the, uh, the compounder, it allows you to automate that process. So if you want to say, um, follow the haunted strategy for liquid loans, right? Liquid uh, loans allows, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got a, uh, I got a funny request earlier from Red Squirrel. Do you know Red Squirrel? Yes, yes, great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, when squirrel strategy? <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, there's there are so many amazing strategies that, that community has come up with. Um, you know, I even have one, I think, attributed to me uh, that has to do with real estate investing. Um, there's so many ways to use the liquid loans protocol. And the nice thing is because it's based off of liquidity, it allows you to build a custom front end for it. Like liquidity has like 30 or 40 different custom front ends on Ethereum. Is it really? I, d I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that. and they can take a kickback so they can earn a portion of the fees or or whatnot. Some of them have their own uh, uh, you know tweaks to the process. What we want to do is automate these strategies, right? Give you a tool that you put in your pulse or you put in your loan token, or it really depends on which strategy you're running, and allows you to just you know set your options and hit go, and it just does it automatically, right? So if you're doing the haunted strategy, and we, we actually just brought him onto the team to help us with this. So he's going to be working with us on oh, these cool. on the accelerator uh, strategies here. And uh, so we're super excited to be working with haunted. Great guy, amazing guy, brilliant. I mean, just when I saw him walk through the potential of what enough people doing the haunted strategy can do just for the pulse price, my mind blew. Right. It was just this insane. So moment. I have to be honest here, and this is no shade on anyone who's doing these these um, these strategies. Right. Because I know loads of people have, have thought about them now. I just worry that it might not work and they might be over leveraged and they might just lo lose a lot of pulse. Right. Because it could totally just not work for some reason. I'm not saying like that, you know, any of the protocol fails. I just mean that people fail, like regular people fuck up their yeah. their maths or they, um, you know, people try and front run each other or things like this, right? And, or, or there might be people who want all the extra pulse and they might dump the price even harder just on purpose to get the, so like, I'm just really, I'm very skeptical personally about like running any of these strategies. I, I might have a little dabble, but um, I, I, again, 
I'm coming from an uneducated point of view because I haven't spent enough time to really like look into it properly. But just from the face of it, like when it, when I heard about it, I was just like, oh man, people are going to lose a lot of money. <laughs> Leverage well, is never really is, good, right? It's it's well, I I I, I don't fully agree with that, um, especially if you're. Uh, you know, investing in real estate and other places, smart leverage can be extremely powerful. And okay. the, you know, with power comes great responsibility, as they say for Spider-Man. Spider yeah. And it's so true <laughs> because you have an extremely powerful tool, right? And if you use leverage improperly, you can wreck yourself for sure. Um, so we do want to put some guardrails on the strategies, right? You know, it, don't allow them to go too aggressive because then people just get washed out, right? Um, yeah. we, we want to be able to, to, to keep it within realistic or, or um, you know, a little bit of flexibility, but uh, within, you know, some guardrails that will uh, uh, hopefully, you know, create success, right? But we want people to be able to dial in, you know, their own personal risk appetite, their own personal twist on the strategy. And like you said, I mean, Red Squirrel has a strategy, Hogwarts has a strategy, Haunted has a strategy. I mean, there's so many different ways to play it. There it's really just is. a matter of building those out. Yeah. I've seen at least six on the same page before. I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, it just keeps growing. They, they, I think they get together and they have children overnight and the graphic just gets they're, longer and longer. They're just and longer not spending now. time with their families. They're too busy in voice chat with <laughs> random people on the internet thinking about game theory, right? This was the actual question from Red Squirrel. Is it possible to automate if it involves buying from a DEX? I, so there's a couple different ways to do that, but yes, basically um, you could even buy from a DEX if, if I understand it through an API. So it's something that we're doing actually with our transformer cross-chain swap, where um, it's able to get you from AVAX to, to Pulse by actually trading your Avalanche on a DEX. So in that case, it would be Trader Joe, right? Trading from Trader Joe into a, our um, bridge token, bridging the value over, and then trading from the bridge token into Pulse on PulseX. And that, yeah. because of those APIs are built in, they're all based off of um, Uniswap, so they're all pretty much the same. Um, those APIs allow us to call those remotely and the accelerator be able to do the same thing. Um, the question is, you know, where will the liquidity be for USDL, uh, for the loan token and so on? And those are all things that we have to kind of dial in once the liquid loans protocol launches and we see how it kind of plays out. So, um, but we've already reached out to that team to learn more about their SDK, their software development kit to get into those details as quickly as possible. We're already mapping out some things on our end to, to make that work and be ready to hit the ground running once those devs are ready. So, yeah. It, very exciting stuff. So I mean, you can see this sounds like we're all over the place, but there is a real strategy, right? I mean, Pulse Chain is technically, while everything is forking over, a lot of things that are forking over won't work, right? We need to fill in these gaps. We need to build these services because the Aves and the compounds and the other protocols like that, they're, they need oracles, they need graph support, they need other uh, uh, underlying technology that's not necessarily going to be working on day one on Pulse Chain because it hasn't been built yet, right? Yep. Until Chainlink comes over, we don't have Chainlink oracles. And if you have a contract that's designed to, to use those, it's it's broken, right? Liquid Loans yeah. had to go design around that gap, right? All of these guys have got a, well, not all of them, but a lot of them will have to come over and make some adjustments, right? They're not just going to be able to work straight out of the box. Correct. Hexes, I mean, even even Richard had to make um, special, you know, 
he had to go well out of his way to ensure that Hex was working correctly uh, with the front end, you know, and things like that beforehand. So, and that's right. that's someone who developed the actual blockchain, let alone some random guy who maybe has, hasn't even heard about it yet, who owns a project on there, right? Because I feel yeah. like a lot of people who are in the know aren't really in the know and they, they don't know about Pulse Chain yet. Um, but they'll find out and it will be a bit late for them, uh, which is great for us. <laughs> um, th there was a, uh, I just want to give a quick uh, shout out. There's loads of people in the chat today that I haven't seen before. I think a lot of them are down to you, sir. So thank you to you guys that are tuning in for maybe the first time. Please do us a favor and hit that sub, you know. I It'd be rude not to ask and maybe a like if you're feeling cheeky. But yeah, anyways, um, let me just pu pull it back around then. So, so what you're trying to do is basically create like, like you say, an engine, right? It's gonna, it's gonna be a bridge. You're gonna bridge new uh, projects in. You're gonna have DApps. You're gonna have just loads of stuff going on. So it's kind of like an ecosystem, just outside. Well, it's in. Is it in the pool system that you're gonna be doing most of your stuff, or is it external yeah. from that? Yeah, it's within. Yeah, the the, yeah. the bridge is the main thing that will be cross chain for now. It can we can ex expand to other chains in the future if it makes sense to do that for the different DApps that are are launched. For example, for nodes, it'll focus on Pulse chain nodes, but the, the service, while it runs on Pulse, could act, support nodes for other chains too, right? So that, that can always expand from there if the model succeeds on, on this chain. Um, well, to be fair, I mean, I, I don't even care about that. I was just, uh, I just wanted to work on pools. <laughs> care about anything else? Which is fine, uh, you know. But the more we can bring in from other chains, the more value we can bring on the chain. It creates volume, it creates adoption, and with volume, then comes a lot of other devs and a lot of other projects and fiat on ramps and all these other things, right? So it's kind of like build it and they will come. If they see success, they want to chase success, right? And, and we oh, yeah. want to build great things to help drive that success, to help build that adoption, help get the attention of all, everyone else that, you know, may not know about Pulse Chain just yet. So, you know, the, 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 the list of projects that I rattled through, and, and I, I love to talk as if you haven't figured it out. <laughs> I can go on forever about this stuff. Very passionate about it. Oh, but no, I mean, it's fine. It's fine, mate. Go ahead. We, we can boil it all down to how do you participate in Pulse Chain in, in Power City? You, you acquire the Watt token and you stake the Watt token. It's pretty simple, right. right? I mean, that's all you gotta do to be able to benefit from the success of all these other things that we described that's all around this one core, right? Because each one of these dApps that I, I mentioned, these services will then feed their revenue, their fees into the core. So you don't have to have separate tokens for every project, right? The Pixel Park NFT marketplace um, is not gonna have its own token, right? You don't have to worry about acquiring five tokens. There's not going to be additional sacrifice events. This is one place to really participate in the ecosystem and the growth of the um, ecosystem. And then, right, if you want to use the actual dApps and participate in them, right, if you want to buy and sell and, and mint your own NFTs, you can. If you want to use the compounder and put your pulse in there, you can, right? That's all optional. But if you're staking what you're earning more what and you're participating in the growth of the treasury and and as you know all these things are adopted all these other applications are adopted they're feeding their their revenue in and you're participating in that revenue right through the staking so it's pretty boil it all down it's pretty simple you stake you get more right yeah cool cool so um what is the kind of um 
timeline that you're that you're working to and like what order are you going to be i know this is one of the questions that i'm going to read to mm -hmm. you later anyway so what kind of order are you planning to like start releasing things and up upgrade it and because i'm sure you have like a, a plan right sure sure the the priority list of all the projects it starts with the core right that'll be the first thing launched hopefully then pixel park the transformer cross chain swap um, and then further out in the pipeline is the accelerator yield compounder and then the um, energy nodes as a service and then I, I haven't even talked about the metaverse piece yet which is further out the road but we're planning like power city as the a metaverse. whole 3d environment yeah <laughs> i don't mind so, profiting off it but i really don't give a flying fuck about it in all honesty <laughs> at the moment well the yeah. irony is we spend all this time in youtube and telegram and in discord and all these places online electronically anyway right mm -hmm. so we're already in the metaverse in a sense i, I agree this, that's that's why i'm like what is what's different about this thing are you going to monetize every little aspect of every little thing you do or something no like no it doesn't have to be monetized in every aspect it's more of creating a place where people can build on right if we mm. create the apis and the foundation that people can then build spaces within the 3d power city that look we already have someone who, who's taking it's a real 3d model power city is a full 3d model that is right. be, being uploaded into unreal engine 5 and it's going to be you know sure. a space that you can walk around in with your buds right as in their avatars and you can buy and acquire you know uh, and trade nfts that represent you know different avatars or outfits or other things you would use in the metaverse if you want just like you would in the game okay. right the idea is it's just another way to hang out with your friends, another way to experience together. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have to be always, you know, constantly shilling and selling. We're, we're imagining like concerts and, um, you know, uh, conferences or learning events. Um, you know, if anyone yeah. wants to set up shop, uh, someone mentioned they want to do like a, a, a kind of a, a fitness related, uh, you know, shop within the metaverse to, to help educate people and, and you know, for their, their own uh, brand. And it's like fantastic, right? The idea is build a foundation and everyone else can go and customize, right? We don't have to come up with everything. You guys are more creative than we are. So you guys go build it and we'll just give you the space to go have fun at and, and just go at it. And, and, you know, we're going to be impressed by just how creative this community can be, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does sound good. And, and to be honest, all of these, this kind of like virtual reality metaverse type thing, it ain't gonna work on Ethereum. Let's be realistic, no, right? It's no. it's just not gonna. So Pulse is definitely the ideal place that this wants to be going in the future. Uh, but Pulse as a network on its own is not gonna be able to create that because Richard isn't gonna build that, right? We you we need people to build that stuff. Um, and like you say, some of the things that are coming over from Ethereum are not gonna work directly out of the box at all. They're gonna need attention um so yeah I, th I think it's cool i think it's cool that you're building this thing um the only thing i would say is um just that oh oh yeah actually let me get let me get around to these uh questions if you if you don't yeah, mind to, to finish uh, your prior one you were asking about timing and the order so i mentioned oh, the yes. order. yeah sure for go ahead, go ahead. for timing there's just a lot of variables and just to you know uh, let people know we, we are in the same boat as everyone else as far as wondering when we'll get some grand announcement that Pulse Chain is ready, right? So until then, we're just going to keep building and we're going to keep preparing things. And if it takes one month, if it takes you know six months, if it takes a year, we're just going to keep building our pipeline and we'll you know have that stuff ready to go when our code is ready, right? 
Now, the challenge is we don't know when Pulse Chain goes live and software is hard, it takes time, right? So we are actually encoding for three things right now, the transformer, um, the pixel park and the core. Um, the, there's a whole pipeline for those individual components as well, right? So you go through coding, you go through your internal code review and testing. Then we go to the public test net and we go through an audit process um, before we actually go live. So even if Pulse Chain went live tomorrow, we would have to get all of that done to make sure we have a solid, safe uh, set of contracts and, and applications to roll out on Pulse Chain. So if that mm -hmm. takes longer, it takes longer because we don't want to rush it out the door and have something that fails, right? We want to we want to be here for many years. So so these things, you know, are are going to be designed to be um, as rock solid and 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 extensible as possible, meaning that we can add features in the future without having to go do massive massive upgrades to the core contracts. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, so the second question I've got here then would be: Is the what token used in different part in all different parts of Power City? Will Pixel Park have its own park, have its own token? If so, will the sacrifice get a piece of all? That's the question. Couldn't sure, we, we already there, mentioned uh, No, that's, that's fine. Uh, Pixel Park you know, won't have its own token, but there are some protocols that, if it makes sense, could have their own token. Uh, for example, I mentioned the Transformer Bridge will have its own br um, bridging token to be able to pass value from chain to chain. Um, which is different than the pulse ramp bridge that uh, Richard and, and others have built, which is wrapping value from one chain to the other, right? So you take your pulse and you get ePulse, where you bring your ETH and you get PETH on, on the different chains, right? Um, we didn't want to have to deal with the liquidity challenges that that creates because now you need to be able to do something with these items on the other chain. We would just want yep. to get, allow value to get from one place to another. And the easiest way to do that is through native coins, because then you already have what you need for your next transaction, which is your gas, right? The biggest challenge of using any other bridge is if you're going from token to token, okay, you might get that, but then how do you transact with it? Because you didn't get any of the base currency to pay for transaction fees, right? Yep. So instead, you will get you right into Pulse, and then you can swap it all you want, and you can pay for as many transactions as you want, because you already have the coin you need to do that. So, um, you know, that that's the goal there. We, we you know, it, in future projects, like for the node platform, not sure if that will have a token yet or not. We're, we're nailing that down. Um, the accelerator probably won't. It just doesn't make sense. We're not going to tack it on there just to do it. If it adds value, if there's a real function and utility to it, then sure. But we don't want to just slap things on there just to say we have 10 tokens and then make people sacrifice for them again or do airdrops and other things, right? I mean, you know, yeah. we're, we're trying to leave the gimmicks at the door and focus on real utility um, and, and adoption and real you know, use cases. Sure, sure. So I'm just going to bring up um, your website here. Um, this this is the main website for Power yes. City. It's got... Um, quite a few details there's a light paper on there and there's a few bits and bobs i just noticed this picture so that's the actual metaverse that you're talking about right that's the correct city. and and yeah. you you will see a, a rendered video uh soon that is a fly through of the city and you'll get the a, a feel for just how huge this thing is it's a massive model that took a massive render farm to to handle um but you know, the the nice thing is unreal engine 4 uh 5 is designed to really handle that type of uh data in a much more elegant way on a PC. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, unreal, unreal, unreal. 
they're actually really really <laughs> amazing um yeah so cool so that's that page and um in fact just just before i um let me just come back here again for a second because there was another uh, question um that balls never sell sent over earlier so um what are the pumpamentals for the what token um and what kind of you know rewards can you expect to get from the staking on the so uh we're, we're definitely looking at um I, I can't give exact numbers because we're still modeling things out and and we're in uh you know uh, coding right now but the target is a sustainable yield that can extend staking rewards indefinitely and the whole purpose of having the core invest its treasury into launching these other dApps is to create those passive income sources that are always bringing more value into the treasury, right? So we're not reliant, the core is not reliant on just new people coming in the door, right? It's not a pyramid, it's not a Ponzi. It is a, it, you know, it, it, it is kind of a, a, I mean, for the lack of a better term, it is its own eco ecosystem. Everything is linked together into the core and you are participating in the success of all these dApps by staking in one place. So the pumpamental yeah. is you have multiple income sources that are feeding into that core, that are adding value to that. Um, and all you have to do is just stake, right? And you get to participate in that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there, there's also been some uh, talk about, you know, um, do we buy back uh, tokens with some of the revenue? Um, you know, some of it will go towards you know continued expansion of the system. As I mentioned, some of it might go towards investing in other DeFi. So, um, you know, I, I, it's kind of funny because uh, I have this joke when I, when I started going down the uh, personal finance rabbit hole. I was like, I got to put every dollar to work because if there's a dollar sitting back on the couch eating Cheetos, watching TV all day, that dollar is not doing anything, right? If I put it to work. And it goes to work and it brings other dollar buddies home every day then hey my money's working for me and that was like my personal finance journey that kind of kicked some of this off it's the same idea with the core right the core is going to basically put those funds to work to build things to improve the uh you know the ecosystem and to improve uh pulse chain um and you know be able to then continue those staking rewards hopefully forever yeah Okay. Okay. That sounds pretty cool. That sounds cool. Um, there's another question here, which is about, it's kind of about something technical with liquid loans and the Hornet strategy. I think for the sake of the fact that I won't even understand what he's talking about or what your answer will be, I will refer him to come to you directly on that one, if that's okay, because it's very intricate. Well, um, I mean, the, the, the question, if I, if I understand it correctly, was around, um, you know, just how will all the different strategies work? Will you have all the strategies available? Will you have optionality on how you want to tweak and, and dial in exactly the experience you want? And the answer is that's what we're trying to do. So that's the goal. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it might start with one strategy and it might grow, right? It might start with one strategy with only a few options and get more options over time, right? But the idea is that we're going to then have a whole suite of things you can do, right? And and man, Haunted is, it, he's <laughs> he's a creative guy and he's always finding new ways to like, oh, but if I then feed this into that and we connect this over here and we do that, and so it, it's going to get crazy, right? So there's going to yeah. be some amazing opportunities there, but you know, you can start with the plain Jane vanilla and go simple, or you can go full bore and and try like some of the most over the top outrageous things. 
Um, you know, the idea being that it will automate it for you. Um, it, you know, will hopefully, uh, not hopefully, the intention is to, to not get people wrecked in the process, but more simplify the process, right? Because if you're doing any of these strategies, it, it it's manual work. You got to look at prices. You got to look at um, you know positions. You got to go monitor things. You got to know when do I make the move or when do I wait um, and do nothing or when do I? You know, I kinda, certainly do like yeah. the idea of automating this process because that was the thing that was kind of worrying me the most with these strategies, especially the liquid loan strategies, is that people have to really pay attention to what they're doing, right? Because things can change very quickly and they have to make the adjustments to suit and if they don't they might get wrecked completely mm -hmm. so i do like that idea i must say uh, i like the idea of being able to participate in these kind of things without actually risking your own you know time and mm -hmm. uh, i think that's the most important part and stress as well because then you know if, if you've done it right and it, it doesn't work out at least you've wasted no effort on it exactly and if we can put some governors on there that will prevent people from being impacted by, you know, big wicks, you know, unexpected price movement that's only temporary, right? Um, you know, we can try to to keep, you know, make it a more stable experience. So that we're, we're trying to think through all those angles right now in our design. So when our, our uh, developers are ready to start coding it, right, we've already thought through all the, 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 the rules for that. Yep, yep. Excellent. Excellent. Um, let me just double check. I think there was one more. He's uh, last question that he's put in here was, um, how does the community community benefit from the core? I think he means the general pulse chain community. The general community? Um, well, you know, if you're staking in the core, you get to participate in the ongoing staking rewards. But if it's just the general community, then um, maybe the he way does, I... sorry, maybe he does mean the community. Uh, but then I guess it's just money, right? Like you're going to get, you're going to get staking rewards. So, yeah, but I mean the broader community, even if you don't participate in, in, in power city, hopefully our success can mean everyone's success because, you know, if the auto compounder is running the haunted strategy, it can grow to the amount that it starts pushing the pulse price up on its own. If yep. we're creating nodes that give good data for other devs and dApps to build on, we're giving a good foundation for others to expand Pulse Chain, right? If we're building a good bridge, we can get more value from other chains onto Pulse Chain and bring adoption and, and volume of transactions and, and other things that we need for Pulse to succeed. So if yeah. we're doing if we're doing things right, and if our community is really you know uh, using the tools and adopting the tools. Um, you know, we can see some major uh, impact on Pulse Chain as a whole, I think. Yeah, yeah. Cool, good answer. Um, so basically on this then, uh, what I would like to do is just, um, if you could just explain what the sacrifice phase is all about. And I believe today is the first day, is that right? Uh, actually, so this was my um, rude lesson in international time. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, know by now by working across the eight, to, you know, I think it's like six or seven different time zones uh, for our team, but I'm always caught off guard. Uh, we started at the zero UTC on March 7th, which I thought was Monday, actually was Sunday for me. Uh, for others, it was, you know, <laughs> Monday already. So we're in, uh, I, officially, I believe we're, we're wrapping up day two and getting ready to go into day three of sacrifice. Yeah. 
I'll just bring this up now. So if you do want to participate in this, um, it's what is it? Sacrificenow.io. Correct. So that's the right site. Yeah. And it's and linked it on the like Power City IO page at the top. There's a banner and you can get to this yeah. page as well. Um, yeah, you know, there. sacrificenow.io is the, um, the only place. Well, I mean, we've corroborated the sacrifice address in on YouTube and, uh, in our telegram. So it is, cross-posted there but that is the primary place to get you know details for how to sacrifice what it's all about yeah so i mean it, it looks interesting what i would obviously do do your own due diligence guys don't listen to me i'm i'm not qualified to really make a decision but i'll probably chuck a little bit at this why not it sounds like uh sounds like it could be quite profitable in, well in and if run. you sit if you sacrifice for Pulse Chain, for Pulse X, or Liquid Loans, or if you're considering sacrificing for the upcoming Internet Money event that starts next week, um, we're actually uh, for the P Power City sacrifice giving uh, bonuses for those wallets that already sacrificed in those other events. So um, maximum bonus uh, for all four of them, if that wallet was in the sacrifice sets for all four of those. Um, could get a maximum of 55.55% bonus, which some people might recognize that number. Um, you know, just a little bit of tip of the hat to where we all came from for all this and where it was all yeah. born from. Um, you know, the bonuses for Pulse Chain and Pulse X are 15.25%, uh, which just happens to be 5555 in years. Um, <laughs> and then the bonuses for liquid loans and internet money are 12.5%. Um, and those will stack if you have, uh, if the same wallet was used for uh, multiples. We also just recently- Damn it, because, oh, I use different wallets, man. Yeah. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Oh, I, I know a lot of people, you know, they, they did that for security reasons and I totally respect that. Um, it's just, you know, it, it, it's practically impossible to link those things together. Yeah, I'm fact. sure it's, it's already, it must be difficult already just doing it the way you are, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so how long does the sacrifice phase go on for? So in, in our first 10 days, so we're in our second day, we're getting ready to wrap that up in about three hours. Um, in the first 10 days, it's a two to one ratio, two sacrifice points per USD value sent in. Uh, we are recognizing um, sacrifices made across Avalanche, Phantom, Opera, Network, Ethereum, and Binance Smart Chain or BNB Smart Chain now. And there's a list of tokens on the sacrifice now uh, .io page uh, that are recognized for sacrifice. Um, this sacrifice is a political statement to support a free market, uh, free market with options and, and competition. Uh, in not just one product, but many products running, working together and each of us working hard to earn your trust and, you know, your participation. So uh, we, we are firm believers of that. And we, we you know, definitely want to recognize people who uh, make a political statement uh, to, to celebrate that. Um, so the first 10 days are two to one. And then every two days after that, it'll go down by 0.25. So 1.75, one and a half, 1.25, until on day 17, we reach one to one ratio, one sacrifice point to one US dollar. Um, mm -hmm. At that point, that ratio is locked in through whenever Pulse Chain launches. If it takes a day, if it takes six months, whatever, that window will stay open. So people have the ability to participate on their own schedule at their own level, at their own ability, right? There's no volume bonus. You don't have to pull. You don't have to pull assets together, right? Um, you know, you don't have to take on additional risk with that. 
and and I'm not saying that you know there's nothing wrong against the pools. We 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 love Ty and and uh, uh, Triplet Dad who run Magic Carpet Ride and Magic Toshi Ride. Uh, we love what they were doing and their transparency and their honesty in the pools that they were running, taking no fees, no benefit from that whatsoever. All volunteered. Um, you know, so much that we brought them into the team and they're on our team with us. Um, so so we we totally respect what they've done for the community through those pools, um, offering that ability for people to be able to get the best possible rate for the other events that they supported. But we wanted to make sure that ours was as fair and, and even as possible. Everyone can participate at their own level, at their own timing, right? And, you know, make their own political uh, statements you know, when, when they see fit, when they're ready, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we know that people are tapped, right? There's a lot of events going on. There's a lot of things, uh, you know, to, to, you know, perhaps participate in, uh, and we respect that. And that's why we wanted to recognize people for the prior sacrifice bonuses. Yep, yep, absolutely. You should add Hedron <laughs> to your list there. A lot of Hexagons have bought Hedron in the last few days. Um, I don't fucking know. That's, that's basically all the liquid every hexagon's got. Because <laughs> everyone's by <laughs> states, right? You can get that's your drunk. No, that's cool. Um, awesome, awesome. So, I mean, there is a big list of things that you can sacrifice here. So, we've got, um, sorry, I know you just said this, but how long until the um, rate goes up? We have another seven days before uh, the rate goes from two to one to 1.75 to one. And then every two days, it'll go down a little bit further until it hits one to one. So, um, you know, while uh, two to one is better than one to one, one to one is definitely a lot better than going up 5% every day as other sacrifices are. So, you know, there's, there's plenty of opportunity to dollar cost average in. Some people like to do that. They like to take rewards from other protocols and put it into their sacrifices in different events. Um, you know, that just makes it easier for these things to occur over time. Um, yep. The other uh, interesting detail is the community bonuses. As the community collectively, for all of their sacrifices combined, reach certain milestones, um, a random number of wallets will be uh, a, a, a number set number of random wallets will be selected to uh, get an extra bonus for their sacrifice points. And I believe in the first uh, day we hit two milestones. So last night, uh, the team did a live stream, uh, actually picking those wallets randomly, uh, live stream, so you see it all being done, right? It's oh, all shit. legit. And uh, awarded those bonuses to those people who helped us achieve those milestones. I'm just uh, looking at that now, actually. it's uh, So if you get 100K in a day, so at the moment, you're sitting at about 500K sacrificed. Um, I just seen up the top there. Um, so if a hundred grand gets sacrificed in a day, four random wallets get the 20% 250 is eight at 20, 500 is 16 at 25, a million is 32 at 25. Um, and then it goes up all the way to, if it's 1.75 million, 80 wallets get a 35% bonus. That is fucking cool, man. Um, let's hope Godwell comes through with that one. Um, oh. <laughs> So um, basically, um, I, I think it's cool, man. I hope I hope you make a success of it. I, I will certainly throw just a little a little bag in. I'm a poor pleb, so I'll just throw a little bit in and see what happens. No expectations and all of that. 
Um, I just, uh, you know, my followers and everyone who's, who's a supporter, should I say, who's watching this, just like do your own due diligence, due diligence yes. and research yes. and shit. But I, I think it looks okay. Um, just don't put in more than you can afford to lose. Same with anything, right? It's just one of them things. Totally. And, and, and please, it, it, come and ask questions, right? We have a Discord. We have uh, tdynami slash PowerCity.io. You can see on the screen there. Um, you know, that's our Telegram. Uh, you, you know, there's our Twitter. So please engage with us. If you have questions around what are we doing, uh, you know, who we are, what's going on, uh, what is it all about? If you want help just understanding what, what, what the sacrifice process is, um, please come ask, right? I mean, we have a large team. We're very active in the community. We want to answer whatever questions you have. We are here mm -hmm. to, to succeed, right? This, you, if you've been active in, in the Telegram community, you probably recognize several of the names on the team. Um, you know, we, we've announced or, or had several of them on the, uh, a live stream recently. Um, there's myself, Long Vacation. We have Pulse Jesus, Toshi Flow, Triplet Dad, Hextrovert Ty. Uh, we have Reese, Osiren, um, and Ivan, who are, we've all been on camera um, in one way or another. And there's also like four or five other guys that, you know, haven't been able to, to be on camera. Uh, they're busy getting stuff done um, and in different time zones and everything. But um, it's a big team and, and, you know, we are, we are here to answer questions and be a part of it. Right. And hopefully you'll see that we've also completed, um, a third party KYC through Assure DeFi. So, um, that's on record. It's not public information. It's available, uh, you know, in case something were to go, you know, uh, sideways in the future. Um, and you know, we, we want to show that, you know, we're here to stay, we're here to get it done. So, yeah. Cool. Excellent, mate. Um, I'm very sorry. I've got to wrap this up quickly because I've got yeah. to skedaddle in a minute. Um, but I want to say thank you for coming through. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Let's do this again in a couple of months or something when you've got more details of how things are going. We'll just have like a little update if that's all right with you. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Excellent. Shout out to the chat. You guys are amazing as well. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up again soon. Take it easy, guys. This is London. It's London, mate. It's London, mate. It's London, mate.